Monks discover something about Julissa. Think they like tell you something. Come. Okay. Okay, I confess. I killed a spider in my bedroom, but it was an accident. I even buried him and said a little prayer. Welcome to the next four Karate Kid Minutes, a podcast where we discuss the next Karate Kid four birthday minutes at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. And joining us again today from TMNT Minutes, welcome back, Rachel. Hi, thanks for having me again. Yay. Yay. <laughs> today we're talking about minutes 64 to 68 of the next Karate Kid. They begin with Julie in training and end with Julie and Miyagi leaving uh, and we pick up where we left off on Monday with Julie and Miyagi in full montage mode. Uh, Julie's still throwing punches at the glove and also getting some kicks in there too. Um, and I, I, I think this is a very, a, a much more action oriented uh, mas- uh, massage. Wow. Uh, montage. <laughs> Where's my brain? Uh, montage uh, with Miyagi, like really egging Julie on to go faster. And he's like going, boom. <laughs> Uh, uh, and, uh, and even like using footwork and, uh, even ends with Julie kicking a sandbag so hard it explodes. Yeah. Uh, which again, I think Electra ripped off years later. Probably. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I'd like to ding this movie for being so different than how Miyagi trained Daniel, but I was thinking about it and I, I, I hinted to this on Monday like Daniel was a newbie. Like he had a background in YMCA, New Jersey karate. Julie was raised learning Miyagi-Do karate, passed down from Miyagi himself. So like, actually, if you think about it, it makes sense that Julie, it, it, Miyagi's doing different stuff with Julie and advancing mm-hmm. her a lot quicker, you know? Yeah. Cause she has, she has enough of a background whereas Daniel didn't that. Yeah. Right. Plus right. she's just better than him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she promised him a Cadillac. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, I will say like the, the, the one thing I had here though, is just like, I, we're in this training montage and I'm just kind of like, for what? Like, there's no tournament coming. Uh, there's no death match coming. Right. <laughs> I, I know it's, he's training her to achieve some sort of inner peace to control her anger and depression. But I mean, it's karate kid. I want her to like, there's yeah. supposed to be a big fight at the end, and I want to know that she's training for something. And right now, I'm like, I have no idea. Yeah. I know there's these uh, awful hall monitors at the school. Yeah. Can we <laughs> just talk about those dudes for just a second? Like, like, what high school has a pseudo-fascist, like, hall monitor? Like, I don't even know what their role is. And, the, like, their leader, that dude, clearly got kicked out of the army and was court-martialed and is now, like, <laughs> abusing teenagers. Like, yeah. who okayed this? Uh, I have no idea. He runs the school, too. It's, like, the principal answers to him. Yeah. And, like, the uh, um the cops seem to answer to him. Oh, like, yeah. he, he comes out of the, gets out of the cop car when she's caught. Yeah. Like, who is this guy? I mean, Colonel Dugan, he's, he's, uh, he's everywhere. Uh, I guess. Does he like own the town? <laughs> Maybe. It's, again, the, the screenplay for this movie is just a little, it's missing so many, there's so many confusing elements too. That mm-hmm. go I, just, mm-hmm. I don't quite understand. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, if you, if you see this scene, it's like they're building to something like, is she going to enter a tournament? Is she going to get in a big fight with that 30 year old dude that, that <laughs> wants to date her? Like, <laughs> 
very yeah. unclear. And not, not to spoil anything, but the movie doesn't so much end as it stops. Like, <laughs> it's all of these movies. It's very anticlimactic. I don't know that you know. As long as it ends with a uh, Pat Morita nodding, I'm cool with it. Or, or you're all you're all right, Larusso. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, did they write themselves into a corner and they're like, uh, just end it here, I guess. So, so she beats one of them nearly to death on a dock, and okay, we're good. Credits back to her home planet. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So in the next scene, Julia and Miyagi eat alone, and it is the we find out it's the night before they're going to leave, and Julia's sad, and that's when Miyagi tells her that they found out something about her. Uh oh. (laughs) Which kind of like sends her spiraling. Um, Oh no! Did they find my secret journal? (laughs) <laughs> uh the uh i i do want to point out miyagi's uh shirt i know neither of you i think have seen i think you should leave but uh those in the know would I probably have. credit oh you have Are you well, saying as a tc tugger no that that is a that is a dan flash's shirt that uh, uh oh miyagi's wearing it's <laughs> very expensive it's yeah. probably silk too <laughs> yeah just the patterns <laughs> on it are amazing um <laughs> <laughs> it so, looks like it looks like a trapper keeper i had <laughs> like i remember it had all these like weird random squares and patterns yeah i don't know if it's supposed to be like a like let's turn this quilt into a shirt but make it more 90s maybe know. the 90s had some weird patterns like on clothing yeah yeah uh Meanwhile, okay, so the monks approach, and that's when she starts freaking out. She's like, okay, I, I killed the spider in my bedroom, but it was an accident. I even buried him and said a little prayer. <laughs> Do you think she, like, walked into her room and accidentally stepped on one by mistake? Or she, like, just Must reacted negatively to a spider? She woke up like, with one in her mouth. Oh. I was, like, crawling on her arm, and, like, the yeah. natural inclination yeah. is to, like, smack Smash it off. It. Yeah. Uh, much like if you see a cockroach on a table with food, you just want to pull your dirty shoe out and smash it. Right? <laughs> I have a rule in my house. Like the little spiders I leave alone because they're mm-hmm. fine. But if they're like bigger than a quarter, mm-mm. Needs to die. Yeah. You, or, or you, you are going effort to get it out the door. No. Cause like the... <laughs> <laughs> they're like too big. Like they'll, they'll get sucked up in the vacuum or like squ- squashed. Like, we had one in our sink. I'm I'm not kidding you. It was like a half inch big. <laughs> and I got it in, to go in the garbage disposal. I'm like, you uh, you should not be in my house. Yeah. <laughs> so you threw it into the Sarlacc pit of your sink? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. yeah my, my daughters are always telling me like, please bring it outside. Oh, gosh. Don't kill it. But we're scared of it. Get rid of it. You know, I'm just like, yeah. it's not doing anything. Now I have to like climb on a ladder and pull it down. They know that if you put it outside, it's probably gonna die anyways yeah because like like they live in the house like i'll get a ladybug out outside or if like a bee gets in the house i'll do whatever i can to try to get the honeybee out but like wasps mm -mm. no vacuum they're deliverers (laughs) of pain you need to get them strike first strike hard (laughs) even even though they also pollinate things but yeah but they're also uh, bastards like they're evil yeah (laughs) in fact i i got a wasp in my vacuum one time i have one of those like canister vacuums yeah that thing i even put it out on the back porch in case it like crawled out and it was alive for like three days like i could see it in (laughs) there in the canister like all angry at me (laughs) let me out no because you're gonna sting me (laughs) 
Yeah, I, I think only a monster would actually stomp a ladybug. That's the only yeah. one I'm like, yeah, definitely put that one outside or leave it. Yeah. Alone. Although, although my the one college apartment I lived in, like the bathroom became infested with ladybugs at a certain point. <laughs> I don't remember how, but there's only so many you can try to like get outside. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Eventually, we just like. I think we just sprayed it with something to yeah. kill them because there were like hundreds of them in the uh, windowsill. Uh, all right. So the monks all parade in. We ha- they have a drum. And then the, wa- the one guy drumming steps out of the way. And we got our, our favorite chubby jolly monk. Standing he's my favorite. Him. He is, right? He's, he's adorable. He's holding he's well on his way game. to becoming a Buddha. Yes, he is. <laughs> he's fat and happy. He's living mm-hmm. the life. You know, he's enlightened. Um. Uh, and they uh, they sing "Happy Birthday," which uh, uh, was under copyright back then. Uh, oh. They probably had to pay some money for it because they sang, right. sing the entire song. I forgot about that. Yeah, they probably did too until they <laughs> got requests for the check. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's why restaurants like always came up with their own weird birthday song. Yeah. Like if you went to like Hula Hands or. <laughs> I don't know. One of those family style restaurants. Like it was always some weird other birthday song. <laughs> I had a podcast that covered the TV show. I zombie for a while uh, uh, for its entire run. And there was, a, there was actually a scene where one of them like sings happy birthday in the most awkward and stilted way. Like he's making it up on the spot and you're like, yeah, they just don't want to pay for, <laughs> pay for well, that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, according to the 1998 Guinness Book of World Records. Uh, Happy Birthday is the most recognized song in the English language, uh, which uh, I don't know what it is now. Um, is it like uh, um, Uptown Funk? It's probably <laughs> took over. Uh, the second most <laughs> recognized song is uh, For He's a Jolly Good Fellow, which uh, they could have sung, I suppose. Uh, you never really hear that anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and my last note about the uh, the the cake... It looks like when he comes in, Julie's turning 15. And then in another shot from behind the monk, suddenly she's turning a 17. <laughs> I, they just, yeah, added two more candles. I believe 17 more than 15. Would you say, Matt? I said you counted? Yeah, I did. <laughs> of course I did. Yeah, uh, the cake doesn't look good. Yeah, it looks like a really slapped together box cake. <laughs> which I'm I'm not shaming box cakes by any by any measure i love a good box cake but this looks this looks bad and there's no frosting on it come on there was no frosting on it i didn't notice that i was counting candles it just looks like plain naked vanilla cake (laughs) enjoy yeah uh yeah how often do monks make birthday cake or just cake in general (laughs) probably not that often (laughs) if i had to guess yeah uh and uh, Julie says uh, this is the first cake she's ever going to eat with chopsticks, which I thought that was a f- funny phrase. Uh, yeah. Turn of phrase. This is the first cake I am ever going to eat <laughs> with, yeah. with chopsticks. It's like, okay, so is, are you saying it's the only cake you're ever going to eat or? Yeah. <laughs> that would be difficult because cake is really spongy. Like, yeah. Grab it with the chopsticks. It would be difficult. Yes. But like, you can also eat it with your hand. A friend of mine jokingly wants to create a a business called uh, Chopcorn, where you you eat popcorn with chopsticks. (laughs) That is a thing, isn't it, though? Like with like Cheetos, like I've seen people eat Cheetos and like Takis with chopsticks. Uh, Really? 
I'd mm-hmm. like to uh, refer to one of my favorite 80s movies besides The Karate Kid, uh, The Last Dragon. Uh, when Bruce Leroy goes into the movie theater at the beginning of the film, sits down, he is holding a, a box of popcorn with Eddie's eating it with chopsticks. What? <laughs> yeah, because right. then, then it doesn't like get on your hands. Right. I yeah. must send the scene to him. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the uh, the Abbott monk is very excited. He makes a blowing face when uh, when Julie's <laughs> blowing out the candles. It's like... It is really one. cute. Is he helping her? <laughs> uh, our, uh, it's it's 2022. It's Actually, this episode is coming out on August 17th, 2022. Uh, are we back to blowing out candles on birthday cakes yet? No, I don't think we ever should have done that. <laughs> I know, right? As I soon remember as I saw those slow motion videos. I was like, "What? What's wrong with us?" It's gross. My sister's hair caught on fire one time when she was oh blowing out her birthday candles. Uh, how old yeah. was she? I think seven, sixteen or seventeen. Oh I remember God. being really amused because I'm younger. <laughs> that was really funny. Yeah. And my mom's like, "This is not funny. Stop laughing." <laughs> <laughs> um, but getting sung "Happy Birthday," it's like it's it's my nightmare. <laughs> I, I hate it so much yeah because like you just have this stupid look on your face like ah, Hurry along, uh, please. come on let me just yeah. have cake stop stop singing to me yeah <laughs> yeah maybe that's a way we can all like take out uh we could take out germ spread and, and awkwardness by uh yeah uh just, insisting not to sing the song or, or do candles just yeah just give me cake out. yeah bring the cake out here you go happy yeah. birthday here's some sugar <laughs> yeah uh like i said this this episode is coming out on august 17th i went looking to see uh who else has a birthday today um and i'm just gonna i, I looked through the entire list and i'm just gonna say happy birthday to phoebe, phoebe bridgers and phoebe bridgers only oh uh, so, yeah she turns uh 29 today wow <laughs> she dated ryan adams when she was like 20 years old yeah, yeah. and he was in his 40s <laughs> yeah Ugh. Um, so, uh, she blows her candles out and, uh, the older monk says, uh, um, they, they, she has one wish and one gift. So if you were Julie and you could wish for anything, would you wish for monks to come visit you in Boston? I mean, no? literally anything. They, they have <laughs> limits. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you think. I think that Julie's mind is limited in, in what she should have wished for. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, what are the limits of this wish? Is it, like, yeah. within the monk's power, or is it, like, anything? Like, do you have a genie? <laughs> <laughs> it is so weird to say one wish and one gift. It's like, yeah. I don't know, maybe this one, that, that sounds like two gifts. Mm-hmm. One of them is, I get to, I don't know. Yeah, if my wish is, like, I want a lifetime supply of marshmallows. <laughs> uh, we'll work on that, Julie son. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be rich and famous. Yeah. <laughs> No. I want to never have to go to school again. <laughs> yeah. So her one wish was that you guys come visit me, visit us in Boston. It's like, oh, that's it, really? Kind of a letdown. Yeah. But do it, we know where this monastery is? Like, it's probably in Massachusetts somewhere, right? Right. I mean, it. This is a <laughs> a, a two week vacation in the monastery. Uh, so I don't know. I you know I didn't see them jump on any planes. He just, he just jumped in the car. So it maybe within Massachusetts, I mean, they're in Boston, so they could have traveled uh, west and still stayed in Massachusetts even after yeah. a couple hours. But 
Yeah, I don't know of any Buddhist monasteries in on the East Coast, but I could be wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm sure there are, but yeah. just, uh, uh, the one we're at is actually just a, an estate, a, a rich person's estate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, so, yeah, they're like, oh, God, Ooh, we haven't left the monastery for many years. And then he consults with the happy monk in, in Japanese. And, yeah, my dude is dying for a night on the town. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah let's go. Yeah. <laughs> um, I hear there's great bowling. Anyway, we'll get to it. <laughs> uh, all right. So now the monk says, okay, wish granted. Now receive gift. So we uh, we we go back to the Hall of Cranberry Dreams. Uh <laughs> And the older monk is on his knees in front of a, in front of Buddha, and he's holding a longbow and a single arrow. And uh, uh, Miyagi says, "Your gift is a demonstration of Zen archery." And I love cool. that. You know, it, just know, just knowing, just being very confident that all this is going to go all right. You notice all around them, the rest of the monks are in deep prayer. Like they're mm-hmm. like, "Please make this ridiculous stunt go right." <laughs> nobody's got to die today not for this kid's birthday i know (laughs) yeah it's kind of a weird gift like oh you're gonna potentially injure someone for them thank you watch your friend die yeah (laughs) we're gonna kill your friend in front of you (laughs) would it would he would those have been his his dying words if he messed up (laughs) on the the ground bleeding out and she comes over he's like happy birthday (laughs) like it's like when someone um as a gift to you makes a donation in your honor for something like i would have preferred the money (laughs) (laughs) like just give me cash like don't buy me a weird scarf just give me the money yeah yeah so gift cards are a thing yeah Uh, so Julie says, where's the target? And Miyagi says, you're looking at it. And I just love that she's like, excuse me? <laughs> this is like exactly what I would say. Yeah. I don't want this gift. Uh, yeah. Uh, and that's, I think that's when Miyagi reveals he's actually been wearing this really loud shirt this entire time to confuse the arrow. <laughs> oh, wait, that was the deleted scene. I won't. <laughs> um, so then he says... Um, uh, Abbott will shoot one arrow, not for points, which is a funny thing. There's just kind of like, uh, okay, good. <laughs> I guess he's not going to get any points for this. Uh, if master small thing, anything become possible. Mm. Uh, so I think nearly avoiding death <laughs> is more than a small thing. Uh, or maybe he's saying like, hey, I've mastered a lot of small things, so I can do this impossible thing, which is catch an arrow <laughs> in the air in front of my chest. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be impossible not to die when somebody shoots an arrow at me, unless <laughs> um, a little uh, side note about this in the novelization. Uh, we talked about this last week. The older monk, uh, Julie, actually stumbles upon uh, like a closet of his stuff. And it turns out he was a soldier like Miyagi, but he killed hundreds of the enemy. And so, and so he he retreated to the monastery is kind of like he's like traumatized and he's like, I'm just going to go you know, pray to Buddha and, and get enlightened and all that. So yeah, the, the novelization says like shoot, actually picking up a bow, which he hasn't used in 12 years. It's he's, it says uh, he needs to like meditate about this for a long time. So mm. yeah, <laughs> Miyagi just talks about that. So yeah, this is all kind of scary leading up to like this guy who's killed hundreds is finally picking up a weapon after 12 years. And it's like, okay, catch this arrow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Miyagi and the old monk bow to each other and they swap places. 
And I love that Miyagi goes to the Buddha and claps his hands as if to say, activate Miyagi magic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Miyagi for sure has magic. Yeah, yeah. Um, Then the old monk then goes to bow to Julie and Julie bows back nervously as if to say, I, I, I... this doesn't mean you're going to demonstrate the Zen archery on me, right? <laughs> I'm not interested. <laughs> now you do it. Yeah. yeah. Now it's your turn. Oh, that would have been interesting if the Abbot monk like forced Julie to shoot an arrow at her teacher. <laughs> it would have been really dark, I think. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Miyagi looks a little scared. I did notice that uh, as the old monk draws the arrow back, but then he's like, the, the, the old monk goes, so, What's that about? <laughs> I don't know. I only took one archery lesson. I wasn't very good at it, but I know breathing is important, like okay. controlling your breath. It's just weird because it's like we're following the scene where Julie's blowing out the candles and the Abbot Monk is again like going like that. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. Maybe he's got to. I feel like there's a scene breath. missing. Yeah. Here. Like use. There's some sort of lesson about air, breathing in air, breathing in clean air. Yeah. Uh, uh, then we go to some dramatic zooms on mm-hmm. Julie's face, then Miyagi's face, and then the arrow is launched, which is, uh, I, I thought that was very cool. Yeah. Uh, I wonder, how many, I wonder how many takes it took <laughs> for him. Like, obviously an arrow's not being shot at Pat Narita, but like yeah. for him to catch the arrow, like how did yeah. they do that? <laughs> did they film I, it in reverse? Did they yank the arrow away from him? Maybe. I'm assuming. I mean, I like to, I, tried watching as best as I could with the, you know, shoddy video files, mm-hmm. uh, in slow motion. And it, it, it's a little bit of camera trickery. It is a practical effect, but they kind of like do like a whoosh motion on the camera. Yeah. So you exactly. See it. Cause it and seems then, like he's catching know. it from the side. Like someone's throwing it at him and he catches yeah. it from the side. I don't know. Maybe it's as simple as that. Somebody literally just threw the arrow and yeah. tossed it and he caught, and he caught it. Yeah. Because I, I don't think it's possible for someone to catch an arrow that's being shot at them. Like, that's that's uh, some effort. I <laughs> will say that uh, both Bruce Lee and Bruce Leroy caught a bullet in their teeth. <laughs> so anything's... I mean, I how guess. many small things did they do to catch a bullet in their teeth? I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> you achieve the impossible. Uh, oh, and uh, another thing from the novelization, uh, the older monk shoots the arrow at Miyagi's head in the book. <laughs> Oh, good. So maybe they decided, ah, we'll do the, the chest. Well, we'll just do whatever, you know, just toss the arrow at him. And wherever he catches it, we'll say that's where we're going to shoot. Um, Julie, of course, in the, the book, she's got a little bit of an inner monologue. Uh, she takes a lesson from this, which watching the movie, you're like, okay, that was weird. Mm. Uh, but the quote from the book says, uh, the monk and Miyagi demonstrated the power of focus, concentration, and attitude. It was everything Mr. Miyagi was trying to teach her about karate. So in the book, she learns a lesson from this and this it's like, Hey, thanks for the arrow. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Cool. I guess I'm glad he didn't die. I guess I'll hang this over my bed. (laughs) Again, an actual, like, tangible gift would have been more interesting, but... Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, uh, yeah, what's something that a monk... Like a like an old jug of wine or something? <laughs> yeah, no, or some, like, piece of art or some kind of craft. I don't know. I don't know yeah. what monks do all day. Yeah. You're or, right. like, a kimono or something. I don't know. They pull out maybe, like, a dinner tray-sized <laughs> sand 
yeah. thing. And, yeah. And it's all like all the circles are in it, uh, mm-hmm. in it and, and it's all, and then they hand it to her and kind of like trip on the way. Oh, sorry. We messed it up. Yeah. Here, you're going to have to take care of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, like those, it's like those sand mandalas that people make and they spend like hours and hours of putting this colored sand in this yeah. elaborate pattern and then wipe it all away. Cause right. it's, it's, it's a metaphor, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh it's a it's a is it is it the mandala effect i don't quite remember it that way or uh no uh, so there's mandala which is like i know i'm just kidding like, and then <laughs> mandela yeah i know i know <laughs> i know i'm i'm i i sometimes i i switch into know-it-all mode and then i'm like people don't <laughs> people don't always need to be corrected <laughs> <laughs> well actually well actually <laughs> No, I deserve to get well actually done this podcast. I'm totally fine <laughs> with that. Uh, so, yeah, as I said, in the last few seconds, we're outside the gates of the monastery and Julie's saying, thanks for the arrow. And they're <laughs> on their way out. Uh, and she even says, sayonara, uh, which is, uh, yeah, she must have learned. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, since we uh, mastered such a small thing as four minutes of next Karate Kid, anything is possible. I mean... Rachel, would you like to come back on Friday to master four more? <laughs> Again, Friday? I think I have to now. Like yeah. I'm, I'm locked in. <laughs> awesome. Well, on Wednesdays we do our own plugs. Which uh, Matt, go right ahead. Uh, listen to us where you've been listening to us, right? <laughs> Subscribed. Logic. <laughs> Emails. They go to yes, uh, Karate Kid Minute at gmail.com. <laughs> Yep. Yes. Uh, yep. How about <laughs> social media? Karate Kid Minute. What? Uh, Twitter, Facebook? Yep. And Instagram. And Instagram. Okay. I don't yep. use that one. <laughs> Instagram is the only one I use on the reg. Mm-hmm. Like, I just look at videos of dogs most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, also, uh, yeah, if you got a minute, give us a nice rating and review on Apple Podcasts. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, and again, all negativity, all bad mail uh, goes straight to Matt. I don't read it. Um, I <laughs> delicate, delicate feelings. And until next time. You're all right, LaRusso. <laughs> <laughs>